This podcast may contain adult language and content not suitable for everyone. Listener discretion is advised. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Glamazons and Leprechauns, where two women at opposite ends of the height spectrum offer their unique perspectives on culture and society. I'm the six foot fabulous Tracy Payne Black. I am the five foot furious Rochelle Sharma. We are a forthright, fearless, and hopefully comedic female podcast tackling the important issues that gals like us face. Right. If you've ever felt ostracized for being too tall, too short, too thick, or for not fitting the physical expectations of the status quo, then this podcast is for you. Consider yourself a gal pal. In each episode, we'll be covering a specific topic and then breaking that down into three sections. Ups and downs, where we give our personal perspectives. The stature factor, where we give contemporary real-world examples from the web, social media, etc. And then heads up, where we give a little bit of advice for the masses and how things should be. You know what I was watching this morning? Outbreak with Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, we watched that last week. Yeah, that was fun. Patrick Dempsey. Looking all young and stupid. And greasy. Yeah. Very greasy in that movie. Right. What the fuck was he thinking? Not to mention, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't care how much I love you. You come waltzing out of anywhere with that much red eyeshadow on, I'm just going to punch you. I'm not giving you a kiss. Well, there's a part where he gets off the airplane and his girlfriend's waiting. Yeah. And he and looks like play. shit. Right. Like he and looks like, and they tongue. Oh, they tongue so deeply. They tongue so hard. And I was like, Mm-mm. bitch. I don't, don't love nobody looks, that much. He looks clammy. Yeah. He looks like you're going to catch something. Like, how can you be oblivious to this? I don't love anybody that much. No, I'm not going to touch you. I'm going to know. You come to me looking like that, there is a fairly good chance. I'm just going to stick a pillow over your face while you're sleeping. I don't want what you've got. And this is like, even if it weren't coronavirus time, just if you look oh, like no, that in general, in general, that's yeah. just how I am. I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to touch you nope. if you look like that and you get off a plane, you probably still refer everybody. to That's right. I still refer to anything that I don't want as cooties. That's how neurotic I am. Cooties are okay. I mean, not okay. The, the term, not the cootie itself. No. Not the cootie. So today we're talking about travel, general travel. travel. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Planes, trains, and clown cars. Yeah, uh, Air, airplanes, sure. airports, public restrooms, all the things you have to deal with as a super tall or super short person um, when the travel industry is just not made for you. Right. Right. So, um, you want, you want me to go first on this, Rochelle? Yes, I do. And I I certainly can. I've got lots to talk about on this subject. There is no better time than now, I think, to talk about travel since we are all basically cooped up in our home practicing social distancing. Hopefully by the time this podcast airs, we will be able to go places again. But for now, if we can't travel, at least we can talk about it, right? Right. So... Let's get real. The world was not made for a six foot tall glamazon, especially a six foot tall traveling glamazon. And if you're six feet tall or taller and plus size, welcome to the fun house because almost every car is a clown car. Almost every passenger seat on every mode of public transportation is so small that your knees are up to your chin. There's just no leg room. Even a female bicycle tall enough for me uh, forget about it. I have to either hunch over on a female bike with the seat and handlebars up as high as they go, or I have to get a man's bike with a tiny ass seat in that dangerous bar that's right below the crotch. Oh, yeah. The hoo-ha smasher. I never understood the point of that bar for any gender, quite frankly. And every single time travel plans of any kind are made, I have to negotiate my height and size in advance and consider what I may need to do differently. Hmm. So as we know, my husband is a six foot four man is on. Mm-hmm. So usually such travel negotiations involve the both of us. Now these include things like buying plane tickets. I mean, just about everyone hates flying on a plane, right? Mm-hmm. It's uncomfortable for everyone. Well, it's especially uncomfortable for me. So we'll pay extra for the early bird or the preferred seating or the exit row, which is now usually billed as preferred seating right. just for the opportunity to score those few extra inches. But um, sometimes it's a gamble. So like with Southwest Early Bird, who knows what your number in the A boarding group will be. And you might even be pushed to the B group even after you check in exactly 24 hours right before your flight. Mm -hmm. And several times there's been just enough short assholes in front of me in the A group who steal all the exit row seats. 
If you really want to piss off a Glamazon, be a short asshole in an exit row while I am coming down the aisle hoping to get a seed. If it's a fellow Glamazon or Manazon, I'm disappointed, but I'm not really mad. I'm glad that at least a deserving tall person got the exit row. But really, thanks for leaving me with even slimmer options than I had to begin with, Mr. Short Greedy Person. Mm-hmm. I personally equate it to a man taking a seat on a bus or subway while an elderly person, handicapped person, or pregnant person is left standing. I could see that. Yeah. In my mind, I deserve that exit row. <laughs> Give me the exit row. Another problem is that um, my husband and I are equally as wide in the shoulders. And when we sit next to each other on the plane, we have to keep our arms crossed. Oh, geez. Because there is virtually... No room for us to maneuver at all. We are packed shoulder to shoulder like sardines. So to remedy this, and I'm giving away a potential tall trade secret here, but as of late, we have been booking the aisle and the window seat instead of the aisle in the middle or the middle and the window Mm -hmm. and hopes that the middle seat between us either remains empty or gets occupied by someone smaller than us, which is likely. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, typically when people look for flights online, they choose a window or an aisle. So they only have to be next to one person. Historically, the middle seats are usually the last to go, right? Who, who fucking right. buys a middle seat? Me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we would need you in between us. Right. I'm not scared of the middle seat. It doesn't bother me. I prefer the window, but I mean, I know I can function in the middle seat. Right. So, so far... This has worked out for us as the middle seat has either been empty or right before the doors close, some small person like Tom Cruise size man mm-hmm. comes to occupy the middle seat. And then my husband will tell them he feels sorry for them mm-hmm. um, for being the middle man. Right before takeoff, he'll usually tell the man that we're married and he's sorry that he's stuck in between us. Right. But we try not to talk too much or reach over. Mm-hmm. No holding hands during takeoff, we'll say. If it's a really, really tiny person, I feel like you guys should should smooch over the tiny person's head to make them super uncomfortable. I'm going to do that next time. Yeah. I feel like Um, just make out right over their head so they have to get up and go use the bathroom. So uh, let me tell you about my only real pain as a tiny person on a plane. Because I don't mind sitting in the middle seat at all. I know that tall people need the armrests or whatever. That does not bother me. My big complaint is that I am short. If I have to get up and go to the bathroom, you have to get up too. My ass will not be above your knees. I cannot get over you. Get out of the damn seat or I am, I'm going to adult swim your freaking knee, dude. Seriously. There's, there's no way for me to, to do that. I'm like, you got to get up and move. I've had so many people look at me like, I don't have to get up. I'm like, oh yeah, you do. Or I'm going to rub my crotch right all over your knee. That would not be a problem for me. There's no way around that for me. Your knee's getting raped. I will be getting up for you. Thanks. I mean, there's no room for myself, let alone me and, <laughs> and you. So I'm I like, mean. Get up. Let me out. You got to yeah. get up and let me out. There's no two ways about it. That's why I usually take the window seat. I got super excited. I saw this video and I thought it was, oh, I thought it was the smartest thing I ever saw. So they had designed seats on an airplane so that the aisle seat slid over the top of the middle seat to expand the aisle while people were boarding and exiting the plane and that meant that that middle seat was about two to three inches lower than the aisle seat and the window seat i was so excited for that because my feet don't touch the ground and if you have to sit in one place on a flight that is more than about three hours oh yeah my ankles are going to start to swell yeah you're on a plane anyways and my feet aren't touching the ground i usually will take a backpack and just stuff it full of something poofy to make a little footrest. Yeah. Yeah. My feet don't reach the footrest that's under the seat in front of us. That's not happening. There's a footrest under the seat. Yeah. You got long enough legs. You might be able to find it. I think mine are too long that they have to fold over. Right. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. Tuck them underneath. I don't think it's a footrest so much as it is a bar bar to keep the bags from sliding forward. That slides forward. But if you have longer legs, you can use it like a footrest. You can kind of stick your legs down in there, but that's not happening with me because my little piggies ain't even reaching the ground. Um, I have a friend of mine who's, she's average height, but her husband is a man is on. And what they do is sit in aisle seats across from each other. I think that's a good idea. I haven't tried that yet. Um, cause I prefer window seat so I can use it to, to lean up lean against, over against, yeah, yeah, a little bit too. to try to stay out of the way of the 
Tom Cruise man in, in the I'm always scene. worried though because I like to stick my head right in that little window cubby and I always think about that Twilight Zone episode with the, the thing I'm on gonna, the wing yeah that I'm going to be the one to look on out wing. and see it or even worse that somehow the window will pop out mid-flight and my head just gets sucked right out the window hole and I know my body's fat enough to just choke it up so everybody's going to be okay but then there's like the top half of my body sticking out screaming the whole way Ah, and everybody's staring at my big fat ass on the other side like well, what should we do just leave her there that's quite a visual i think um right now you should be more concerned about somebody coughing on you mm. so i think it'll be okay yeah the other problem with finding the right seat with extra legroom is that legroom varies per plane per oh, yeah. exit row per preferred row so i become obsessed with seat guru have you ever looked on seat guru seat guru Mm-mm. it's a website if you know your plane like the flight number oh. or, you know, you can look it up and it'll tell you like what plane it is and show you all the seats. And then there's all these comments for each seat telling you oh. if it sucks or not. And then there'll be personal comments and sometimes pictures that other passengers have left. Oh, wow. Showing you, hey, this leg room's great or don't sit in like C, C27, it sucks or, you know, all of this stuff. Because sometimes you think it's good, like you'll have lots of leg room, but then there's some like gigantic box Mm-hmm. Or something, you know, right under your, you know, you never know. Right. So I'm obsessed with Seat Guru to help determine what, if at all, is the least uncomfortable available seat on the plane with the most legroom. Now, some of you may be thinking, why don't you just fly first class? Uh, cha-ching. Yeah. Uh, not, on the, pretty not on the budget. Especially right now, uh, teachers, like, um, can't work. Sorry, working part-time, even even less, even less working part-time now. Um, why don't you buy two seats? People might ask. Well, that doesn't really give you more leg room. I mean, it allows right. you to turn to the side, but it exactly. doesn't necessarily help. Um, despite my Glamazon size, I still fit in one seat width size, like ass size. Um, if the price was low enough, though, I have considered purchasing a middle seat simply so my husband and I don't have to share the mm-hmm. row and we can like spread out a little and sit sideways. Um, I haven't resorted to that yet, though. We'll see. You get the idea, though, that buying plane tickets takes me days to figure out I'm obsessed with checking every single option and don't even get me started on using the fucking airplane bathroom. Let's just say I have to, <laughs> yeah. f- fuck that. I have to avoid certain foods and many beverages in advance in hopes that I can avoid using the airplane loo altogether on an international flight. Of course, that's nearly impossible. If I recall though, when we flew to Europe a couple years ago they served us a lot of cheese like during mm-hmm. the flight and I was so grateful because it just kept me so clogged up that I didn't have to use the bathroom till we got off I would have to say it also depends on what airline you're using to go overseas because I have found that the British airline flights it's a way more comfortable airplane all around the bathrooms are fairly well sized I mean I well obviously I have no complaints but I was really surprised at how large the bathroom on that plane was I uh, understand that some of the Lufthansa airplanes are, are fairly good size too, that it is a very comfortable plane and the bathrooms are very comfortable as well. If I recall, I, I wouldn't use the word very comfortable, but I do recall the international flights having a slightly bigger bathroom mm-hmm. because remember the first time I went, my leg was broken and I had oh, yeah. to get in there with a, with a cast on and I don't remember having any issues beyond just the regular it being tight in there issue. Mm-hmm. So, um, speaking of public bathrooms real quick though, I'll always go for the handicap stall because frankly, I need the extra space between my knees and the door. Mm-hmm. I need room to maneuver so everything can be tidy and clean. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes I'm lucky if there is even enough room between the door and the toilet for me to sit down. Sometimes I can barely get in there and close the door. There's, right? I can't even, I can't even shut it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's just no, <laughs> who's this bathroom made for a child with no knees? Um, I remember the first time I went to new Orleans, it was Halloween and I was uh, the wicked queen from snow white. And I had, so I had this huge costume on, I had to pee so bad, but you know what? Finding a public restroom is like in the French quarter during, it's pretty challenging. It is very yeah. challenging when you're out and about and you're not a patron in a hotel or, or a restaurant. You're just out on the street, like mm-hmm. drinking and need to pee. You know, we, we, we've resorted to a few times oh, as yeah. you know, Mm-hmm. So anyhow, I I remember I found some rinky-dink bathroom in the back of some pub. It was dark and scary, and there was no way I was going to fit in there um, to begin with. It was so narrow, and the door, like I couldn't even shut the door. I did the math. I couldn't imagine anyone except a small child being able to use a bathroom with the door shut. So I just, I lifted up my costume, Mm -hmm. and I just backed up. 
I had to just back up and like wedge myself in and sit down. And my friend just stood in front of the door to block, block it so no one would see me. Thank God I only had to pee. Right. A public restroom. So uh, as a short person, I will interject a small public restroom nightmare that uh, I experience on the rag. Oh, do tell. So. Um, Did you say on the rag? No, on the rag. Oh. Like this regularly happens. Oh, on the regular. Okay, Thank so, God. Because I'm like, oh, this is really going to get it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> So this, and it's, I hate it. I hate that, that people see this happening. Like, okay, so I pull down my pants, right? Everybody pulls their pants down to use, well, not everybody, but ladies, you pull your pants down, you sit down. I have to kind of scrunch my pants down around my ankles because I'm so short that if I don't, my underoos are going to brush the front of the toilet and God only knows what's on that toilet mm -hmm. and it's not like oh the innocent back of your underoos no it's crotch the underoos crotch is going to brush the front of the toilet I understand and then that puts it right into the dmz so like a small child my pants are regularly just sort of shoved down to my ankles because i don't want them to touch well, the who toilet knows what's on the ground like what's worse well so. no no i mean they're not kissing the ground or anything right. I know but what you, you mean, know though. when you walk into the bathroom and you look at the stalls and you see feet <sighs> i know you're seeing my pants <laughs> around my ankles it's very embarrassing but i don't want my underwear scrubbing the toilet i just don't well you said under ruse and i want to know where the hell you're you're finding under ruse and plus size well that's just jealous. what i call underwear that's like my i know wouldn't that be cool did i would you totally ever have underwears? <gasps> I, I was did. addicted to under what did you which ones did you Ooh, have i had Supergirl. i had catwoman i was so proud of my catwoman under ruse the purple and the green mm, wore those to death I had Wonder Woman. I had Wonder Woman. Yeah. My mom, uh, that was like an incentive to let me do chores. I'd do any chore I could get my hand on and I had saved up all of this money. My mom had no idea how much I had saved. I busted out with like a hundred bucks. She's like, where'd you get this money? I'm like, I've been saving it and I want underoos. So we went to the store and I got every set of underoos I could. You could Loved my little undershirt and my little under wears oh god they were so cute i had wonder woman and uh c-3po i did not have c-3po i didn't have any of the no. star wars but i had every one i could get my hands on so it was you know supergirl and batgirl and catwoman and wonder it was hard woman. to find them in my size i think those were the only two yeah you know because i was super tall yeah and so i, I was just a little fat kid so c-3po i think was in the boy section but i was like well oh, that's kind of gender neutral yeah, at yeah, the time it is. So that, that would have been cool yeah I would so. totally still wear underoos, my friend. I would. I totally would. Um, for those of you younger generations listening, just Google underoos. Yeah. You're, you're going to want some. Yeah. Except for the fact they wear nylon. That's not terribly breathable. That's, that's true. But still. They, still. Still. All right. Back on, back on track here. Okay. The other thing I have to consider in advance when traveling is a hotel. Specifically the hotel room and the hotel bed. Oh, Or yeah. beds. My feet hang off a bed normally. Even a king bed, oh, yeah. you know, because once you put the pillow down and then I usually have another pillow, so I'm mm -hmm. like scooch down. At least a king bed is plenty wide for both me and my husband, but a queen, not so, not so That's much gotta to be become, tight. It is yeah. tight. Not, you know, a double bed, forget about nope, it. Nope, not happening. And this can be especially challenging when looking for hotels in Europe because it seems like they are strangely obsessed with double beds. Oh, aren't they though? Right? Yes. Or they call it a single, but it's really a double. Yeah. Or they call it a, they call it a queen. But, but that's it, not a it's queen. It's not a queen. It's it's a double. Mm -hmm. And that's or they, this is the choice phrase. Sleeps two. Right. Mm -hmm. Sleeps two. Sleeps yeah, where? Two. No. What size mm -hmm. two is right. that? Well, actually? me and my husband could get away with a oh, double you bed. Could. But even he starfishes. It would be terrible. Yeah. Arms and legs out. Oh, straight yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Um, we usually have to pay more for a globally known mid upper tier hotel. Yeah. To insure a king. Um, but again, something else we have to consider. I also usually bring my own towel mm -hmm. as well because fucking bath towels are the size of a dish towel mm -hmm. on me. Uh, just something else I have to pack. And then the freakishly low shower heads. Um, thank you, but my nipples do not need direct spray. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm um, sorry. It is so true. It is so true because um, the shower heads are really low. Now, the hotels that I stayed in had the you know, shower head on the hose thing, which I think was helpful when I was overseas. So you, you yes. take it off and, but, but when it was in its holder, 
I'm like, nobody but me can use this while it's in its holder. They would have to take it off and spray right. the top of their head. We had a couple of rooms actually in Europe, the bathroom, where once you shut the door, the whole bathroom kind of turns into a shower. Like the whole thing's tiled. Oh, Does that make sense? Oh, wow. Yeah, no. And uh-huh. there's a drain in totally. the middle. Yes. And yeah, the things did come off. So we, I don't think I had too much of the shower head problem actually in um, Europe, but I have it here. Right. In America. A oh, yeah. A lot. So we just had it when we went to Vegas. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We stayed downtown in one of the new refurbished older hotels. Well, when they oh, refurbished Oh, are you talking them, about down on Fremont, Fremont, Fremont Street? Street when yeah. They ref- yeah. I did that too most yeah. recently in well, Vegas. when they refurbished, of course, they didn't raise the ceilings. No. And in the bathroom, I don't know what, I don't, oh, God, people must have been really short back in like the, you know, gangster Al Capone. Which one did Vegas you stay days. at? Did you stay at the San Francisco Grand? Did you, you didn't stay. What was it called? Did you stay at the D down no, the street? But next door to it. I stayed. It's not the Golden. See, we should have stayed at the Golden Nugget because I love the Golden Nugget. Right. They did a really good job on their remodel. Oh, I yeah, they did. Their bathrooms are really nice. Mm-hmm. But no, we were like, oh, this one. We'll try this one. And, and I was like one street see, over from Fremont Street and it was an older hotel and it had yeah. been refurbished. But not not very well. The I'm weird thing say. was the room itself was great. They took out the carpet. I have to say I love that. I hate walking on hotel they carpet. Did take it's out so the carpet, disgusting. But still, it was like the bathroom the though bathroom was, was not well mm, done, and the bathroom mm. ceiling was really they low. Were low, and the vent hadn't been cleaned since no, like 1950. Uh-uh. It right, was terrible. The little moldy spots. And my head is like really close to it. So mm-hmm. yeah, the shower head nipple spray. I don't, I don't even know if I was able to wash my hair all weekend because I can't contort. I can't contort myself um, like Linda Blair doing a scri- spider crawl yeah, yeah. and a back bend to get the fucking shampoo out of my hair. Right. There's no way to know in advance if the shower head is going to be high enough for my husband and I. So again, it's another travel gamble as a tall person. Oh, yes. Then there's the rental car. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good luck. The lowest tier compact car. Forget about it. Especially if it's an Asian car. Even if the seat is all the way back and the tilt steering is all the way up, I'm lucky if I can back my, I, I can't get in. I can't right. get into the car. So once again, we have to upgrade to like the midsize or the SUV. So we both have leg room. So again, just another added expense. Um, as far as like rideshare services, like Uber or Lyft. Oh, that's got to be tough because oh, you got to make sure you can get into their cars. We always have to upgrade to the XL or the Comfort. And the few times that like the upgrade wasn't available and or too far away, you know, and we settled for a regular size backseat I, I about died mm-hmm. um to even negotiate sitting sideways so my knees have some place to go besides the front dash is ridiculously uncomfortable so here's a visual for you on halloween a couple years ago it's halloween again right i was marie antoinette with a hoop skirt and the powder wig and the hat with a ship in my hair right i'm not sure how tall and wide all of this made me in square feet but our uber xl was a minivan a small minivan and this took me, I think, 20 minutes to finally negotiate how I was going to get into the car. Mm-hmm. So it ended up being that I had to completely lay down across the middle seats and take off my hat. And the driver barely got the door shut. So I'm laying down. Do you understand? <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I'm just I'm trying like not to laugh. perpendicular <laughs> laying down in this whole outfit. Can you imagine? <sighs> and Teal was Louis the Fourteenth. He just had to take off his, you know, like revolutionary hat. Right. You know? And um, he just sat sat in like the furthest back seat. Well, and and I mean this, you know that I'm like addicted to that show, my 600 pound life, and I love I can't watching watch that shit. I love watching those people try to crawl into minivans, and then they always say something funny like, "Ow, my leg." Well, this is like that, but it's mostly like the hoop skirt. And right, the it's the hoop and skirt. And then, right. Yeah, but you weren't just, 600 pounds, but no, I would have been standing there I laughing. Probably, I, there was a lot though, and I have um not just the hoop skirt. I had on like. Pantaloons. Oh, oh like yeah, I had on the whole. You fucking, went. I went. Sure, you went the all whole out. Thing on in case some undershirt in case costume person demanded to see your era authentic underwears. Exactly. Yeah, I, 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 that's exactly. I know. What you they know, were. but I know that the types of parties you go to that could happen. I could be, They'd be like, damn it, let me see your underwear. It would be like I hot know tub how time machine. Authentic you are. See, I'm thinking there'll be a hot tub time machine incident, and all mm-hmm. of a sudden, I'll just like be. You know, all appear back in time. You think you're going to pull a Yankee and King Arthur's Court type of thing? Where you just be, wake up back in time? I need to be costume ready. That's okay. all I'm saying. Okay. I could end up at Versailles. Mm. That could be fun. That's a, if you've ever been to Versailles, that's a long day. Right. Plan ahead. Yeah. The place is fucking huge. It's not just a building. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a city. It is. 
you know, people just used to randomly pee there because they couldn't find the bathroom or there wasn't one close enough. Oh, around? Yeah, they just pee in the corners and stuff like stray cats. We took the golf cart. That's good. That's good. I love France. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So anyway, you get the idea. Travel sucks for a tall person. Everything is too small. And I haven't even made it to uh, the Far East yet. So I'm sure when... um, when I get there, I'm going to stick out like a goddess that should be worshipped or a freak of nature. I prefer the former. Right. And um, you'll I, have fun. I wrote a note here that says, have Rochelle tell the Hawaii air raid story. Oh, God, yes. So so that was, I had written it down in my little spiel <laughs> about airplanes. So I don't have a lot of travel problems, but I really do feel for people who do. Airplanes are extremely uncomfortable for me. I got to wear the squeezy socks. I got to put my feet up on a backpack. And I'm a little person. I see these people with their knees, you know, up against the seat. And then the jack hole in front of them wants to lean back. And it just, it kind of makes me mad because it's like, look, we all paid a lot of money to be here. Don't stick your feet on my seat. You know, don't flip your hair over the back of the seat. I will yank on that shit hard. I am that dick. And even better than that. Tracy and I went to Hawaii together and as we were getting ready to leave and we were in the airport checking in, she specifically says to the guy who is checking us in, hey, can you do me a favor? Are these seats the very last seats? I can't fit in those. Can you move us forward at all? And he's like, oh yeah, no problem. He acted like it was no big deal. The last seats do not go back. They don't go back and even I barely fit. My knees were brushing the seat in front of me. Yeah, there's significantly so we get there, less, less room. He acted like he was, oh, yeah, no problem. Let me take care of that for you. We get up. We board the plane. Son of a bitch. We're they're the, the last, last fucking, fucking seats. seats. Yep. So I get pissed. Oh, you get pissed. I get pissed. This is pre-9-11, kids, when you could get pissed on an airplane. It was a month prior to 9-11. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was like Yeah, because I snuck weed on the flight out there. <laughs> We'll be editing that part. It was Wait, three nobody weeks. Cares. It was three weeks prior to 9-11. Right. It was yeah. three weeks prior to 9-11. I got pissed. I was mad. I was very nice at first, but I got a hold of a stewardess and I'm like, look, she can't fit in these seats. We asked the guy who checked us in specifically, do not put us back here. The she flight can't was fit. full. The yeah, flight was full. Well, that's not my fucking yeah. problem. Right. We asked. We were there plenty early. It wasn't like we rolled in 10 minutes before the flight took off. We were there like two hours early. I I guarantee you we weren't the last people to get our seats assigned. Because this was back in the day when your seat didn't really get assigned until you showed up at the airport. Right. The internet. To do all this in advance like you can now didn't, wasn't really No, we went to a travel agent for this trip. Exactly. So I get mad and the stewardess gets shitty with me and I get shitty right back with her to the point where I start yelling on the plane. And another stewardess gets involved. Like, yeah, people are staring. Didn't care. Yeah. No, I was pissed off. You were shaking. Yeah, I was the customer and the customer is always right. But no, I was just really mad because... We were there early. We pointed out that this was not acceptable. And I'm like, it's not even for me. Just change her seat. Luckily, somebody volunteered, probably because they thought that, you know, I was going to pop because I was pissed. Yeah, you had that look on your face, like um, in the movie Carrie, when they do a close-up on Sissy Spacek and everyone starts to die. That's the look (laughs) on your face. Like, John Travolta's car turns over and like shit explodes. That's a look on your face. I was, I was afraid. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. You were just like, oh, I don't know if I'm part of this. This is, this is all, this is all about me. Little terrorists go to town on all these people. No, I just get very angry because I feel like in this day and age, when you clearly communicate your desires or needs or needs, right. Okay. If this was not possible, the gentleman could have said something right there and then. And we could have maybe explored some options such as taking a later flight. Or how much would it cost to bump you up to business class or first class? Is this an availability? You made your needs known. We were polite. We were more than on time. We were there so early. You just blew smoke up our ass. Yeah. So yeah. And then we don't find out until we're getting on the plane. That was unacceptable. Yeah, it was messed up. Yeah. Plus, back then, you weren't as worried about going to jail. Like, if you got angry on right. a plane. Now Nobody was going to drag me off, you know. <laughs> it was more like I could just be the upset. angry customer and right. upset. I wasn't using that, that language. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that now. No, now I definitely would have gone to jail for what I did. Um, <laughs> Not to mention but, weed. <laughs> no, we had smoked it all by then. 
But uh, I usually, I won't get mad at things like that for myself because I don't get directly affected. Like I don't want to sit in that back seat, but I can, I'm not that into leaning the seat back anyways. I need those extra inches. Yeah, you sure as shit do. You could not even sit down. It wasn't happening. Your knees were smacking the seat in front of you. You would have had to stand the entire flight. I would. Yeah. Yeah, It was terrible. Oh God, you know what I want to see is I would love to see an airline that would be willing to sacrifice one row of seats to just give you somewhere to stand up and stretch for a moment. Yeah. You can't really do that. Yeah, you can't really do it in a bathroom. No. You know, you can't bend over and stretch and all of that. But like one row of seats, let me go over there. You know, let me stretch for a minute or two. If you can, let me lay down for a second and stick my feet up in the air on something and let the blood return to my brain. (laughs) You know, Um, I haven't been back to India in a long time for the simple fact that I just really don't want to sit on a plane for that long. I don't sleep. And squeezy socks can only do so much before because I don't want to go out like Carrie Fisher with a blood clot yeah no I have the socks yeah but they cut into my um they hurt at the top you know they're they're tight at the top oh no I don't know so after a while that hurts like digging in the kneecap I I find the socks very comfortable I got some extras do you I got some I got a bunch for Christmas like like, unicorns and pianos yeah I've been looking at the uh I see a lot of ads for the uh, Bombas compression socks and they look nice, but they're pretty expensive. These were cheap, but um, I was worried because they're, they're, you know, they're girly and yeah. I'm like, are these going to be wide enough? Cause you know, I can't, I can't fit in a regular. Oh, I go, I go get socks. the, I have to get, like, God the awful, hideously ugly black Mediped That's, ones. Yeah. Those are comfortable though. And they wash up really nice. I had a pair of those, but I'm like, these are, these are ugly. I wanted something girly. So anyhow, mm. I, when we're done, I'll, I'll show you what I got. All right, cool. Anyway, so. Uh, but, so my only big issue as a shorty was uh, purchasing a car when I was younger. Granted, I'm old now people. So my first car was a seventies car and it was extremely stereotypical. Like it had a bench seat and it had uh, the radio had the push buttons for the stations where you just kind of pushed in and the radio would self-dial to that station. By the way, no FM, just AM. Could your feet fit the, uh, could you reach the pedals? No, I actually couldn't. And um, I had to ride sitting on a stack of phone books for many, many years in my old 79 Nova. Now back then, the front seats would be all one seat. Yes. And you could could move it the whole seat forward. Tall people to the back. So growing up, I never lacked for a ride anywhere. I could always get a ride because I could sit in the middle in the back seat. You know, there was the hump that you would get stuck. No, it was fine for me. Yeah, my knees were up, but it wasn't uncomfortable. So I always had a ride somewhere. Um, But then my mom decided uh, one Sunday morning to come pounding on my door at like six o'clock in the morning, knowing full well I had been out doing naughty things the night before. So she beats on my door. It's like six or six 30 and I wake up and I'm like, yeah. And she whips open the door and she's like, you want to learn how to drive? And I said, uh, yeah. She's like, then get a job and buy a car and slams the door shut. I guess that was her way to be mad that I had been out drinking. So I get up and I'm like, um, hmm, okay. Well, I start calling and I had a job by the end of the day at a little, uh, farmer not like a farmer's market but it was like a little organic produce stand and I worked all summer all summer long and the summer rolls around I got my money it is about a month or so before maybe two months before my 15th birthday I buy a car I find a car on the street corner it's perfect get this car on a Friday or a Saturday afternoon and come Sunday morning I go in and I beat on my mother's door at like 6 30 a.m bam 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 And I hear her go, what's the matter? And I whip open the door and I said, I want to learn how to drive. I bought a car. (laughs) And then I slammed the door shut. And my very hungover mother had to come out and uh, take me for a ride and teach me how to drive. And it was pretty bad. So then she made my stepdad do it. (laughs) Did you have your license yet? I was like, uh, I had my learner's permit. Um. Because they were like, oh, well, since you have money for a car, and they didn't think that was going to happen. I got my learner's permit before they'd let me go look at cars. And then we went and looked at cars. And then, yeah. And I had took my test and got my driver's license like 
a week before my birthday or right on my birthday was right around then. So once I could be the driver, it was great because I could go anywhere I wanted, but I had that bench seat shoved so far forward that all the tall people had to sit in back in my yeah. car. And then you were on two phone books. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, I was on a couple of phone books. Sounds like you needed one of those little um, like restaurant um, child booster seats. Right? Almost. Almost. Yeah. I bought a really cool bench seat cover to cover up my stack of phone books I was sitting on so I could see over the wheel. So how long was this? The whole time you had the car or? Yeah. Whole time I had that old Nova. I had to sit on phone books. So did you fit okay in the next car you got? Next car I got was a Dodge Neon, which oh, yeah. was very tiny. Yeah. I couldn't fit in those at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. I think someone had one. I can't. No need. Very, very t- tiny. Yeah. Dash, dashboard to seat distance. Not far enough for right. Not not Glamazon size. No, not at all. Super super tiny car. I hated that car though because it felt like your ass was dragging along the ground. I swear to God, if I drove over a dime, my butt cheek could tell you what the date was on it. It was so low. The new Mini Coopers feel that way. Very low, like that. Like my first Mini Cooper, and you're like, why? Why the hell did Glamazon have a Mini Cooper? Because they have legroom. Quick, quick story. They're made for men. I tried to drive a Mini Cooper, yes. and I couldn't. I couldn't get the seat far enough forward. Yes, the my first Mini Cooper, tons of room for a tall person. You know, like Penn Jillette has a Mini mm-hmm. Cooper. Yeah, and he's like six eight. Yeah, and he's he's tall. Um, tons of legroom and tons of headroom. Yeah, that was the old. That was the the like first generation. Mini Cooper, and then you know that Mini Cooper got crashed, not because of me, because someone else's fault. I was sure. so sad, and now I have a countryman, mm-hmm. and there's there's lots of room in that too. But the, t- the few times I've had to take take my car in for service, and they give me a courtesy vehicle, and so the courtesy vehicle is the new two doors, um, no fucking room. Mm, no, that means I can finally have yeah, one. There, I feel I'm lower to the ground. They're smaller, uh-huh. and my head hits the ceiling. So if that was the first version i never would have got a mini yep because now now the two the two doors are too small for me so when the mini cooper first came out i wanted one desperately i was like oh i gotta get me one of those and i went and tried to do a test drive and it was not happening it was not a car built that i could fit in yeah because there's lots of leg room too yeah. much for you yeah. way too much could yeah. not get the seat into a position where i could see clearly and my feet could touch the pedals without literally like eating the steering wheel i was so yeah. on top of the steering wheel just to get my feet to the pedals and to where i could see and i'm mm. like this is dangerous you know they're like oh have 18 inches between you and the steering wheel Mm-mm, there wasn't know. even 8 inches between me and the steering wheel to get my feet to touch the pedals. Yeah. I was crushed. I wanted that car so bad. And I was like, nope, never going to happen. This is a car built for men. They want to drive around in Hot Wheels or whatever. But I mean, I'm glad you found a car you could fit in. But I was really right. mad that it was the car that I wanted. Well, you should try it now. They <laughs> Probably are could get one now. And the, the four doors too. Those are those are small. Mm. Like I had a, I won't say a problem, but getting into the four door yeah. was tighter. Much tighter than getting in a Countryman. You know, because they didn't, they made the doors shorter. That's the other thing. In a two-door Mini, the doors are very long. Yes, they are. So there's there was plenty of room, like, to get in between the steering wheel and the seat. Lots of room. You, you know, I don't even, I didn't even have the seat all the way back. Right. There was that much room. So you might try it now. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, what else you got? Um, I will say that my favorite way to travel, though, is train. I took a train. I've been on a few trains, but... The one that I remember the most fondly was taking the train through India because um, lots of room, you know, to like stretch out or whatever. But it was so fun because you'd get to the stops and people would come on and sell weird things or you could get off and maybe there'd be like a snack bar or whatever. And then you'd go in to use the bathroom and it's just like a closet with a hole in the floor and you look down into the hole and it was just like the train tracks rushing by and there's not even like a handle to hang on to while you squat over this hole. It was quite the adventure. Were there sleeping cars on this? Trip? Yeah. Yeah. We Did didn't you... have one. We didn't need one. We were just going from the city that my husband's from into Delhi. So it was just like a one day trip, but it was fun and forever. I will love trains. That's, I want to do that. I found this wine train that goes through like northern california it looks so fun it does look like fun (gasps) you get drunk there's fancy snacks they drop you off at vineyards oh i want to do that send that to me get drunk on it and then we'll make a podcast about it oh that'd be fun yes i I love trains too teal loves trains too Mm -hmm. we uh we rode trains all over europe we we rode we rode a train from amsterdam to paris and it stopped in Belgium. Everywhere we went, it just looked like a Van Gogh painting. Yeah. Like we were just 
and it was one of the super fast trains mm. and we and we paid for first class nice so there was like extra leg room yeah that's mainly why and they kept like feeding us tea they'd come through with like tea time and yeah. little, little cookies and oh I yeah i don't remember using the bathroom though so i don't i can't vouch to uh i have to say that if they weren't it was nice i do i do like the train and i like regular just like you know a train through you know, through England, like, yeah. went, you know, because we went up to Warwick and we went up right. to different areas and just rode the, the trains up through there. Basingstoke. Fantastic. Oh, love it. Love riding the train. I have to say that if you are in any way height challenged or gifted or size challenged or gifted, any of that, get on a train. That get, is the train. easiest way to travel because that is the best way to be comfortable. You've got to get up and stretch. If you're like me and you're antsy and you can't sit in a seat for eight hours and you have to get up and stretch your legs and walk around. Get on a train. They don't care. They don't wonder why you're out of your seats. They don't give a shit. Walk a million cars down. Walk like five cars away from where you're fun. They don't care. And if there's room, we'd like to get like the four seats, two that are two and two that are across from each other. Put your feet up. Then I can put my feet up. Nobody cared. Then the table comes up and down. Yes. Love it. It It was fantastic. Even in India, like there's no glass in the windows. It's just like bars. People are hanging on the sides of the train and stuff. It's like the Darjeeling Limited. Yeah, but it was very comfortable. It was like these long bench seats and some stops, a bunch of people would get off and then suddenly you didn't have to share seats anymore. So you could like stretch your legs out. It was really, really nice. I cannot stress enough that that is the only way to do it. I don't want to ride in airplanes anymore. I hate road trips. I hate being trapped in a car for hours because you can't get up and walk around. Yeah. Trains, baby, that's the best. It is. Yep. I'm an old person now. I just want to ride a train. As long and as I, it's safe. I want somebody to get murdered while I'm riding on the train so I can solve it. I'm sure there is an Agatha Christie like train ride. Where you can do that. Yeah, I'm sure there I'm is. I'm sure somewhere. there is. That'd be right up my old ass alley. Yeah, that's, uh, that does sound fun. It does. Lots of tea and a dead body. Sounds <laughs> so fun. A fake dead body. We don't want a real dead body. Mm, I kind of want a real dead body. All right, we're moving on. Okay. And we're moving to the Sasha Factor. Okay. So I came across this awesome blog by a man is on about his issues um, traveling as a tall person. He's 6'8. And the best advice he gave was never give an inch. Or they'll take a mile. Yes. This refers to the asshole sitting in front of you in any type of reclining seat, whether it be on a plane, train, or bus, and they know you're tall, and yet they continue to try to recline for the length of the journey. Mm-hmm. If my knees don't stop them, my mouth will. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is to just keep pushing back so they think that their seat is jammed. That was his advice. Mm -hmm. He adds, I will happily sit an entire plane train bus ride with one of my knees wedged in a little discomfort than have my limited space reduced any further, causing me to twist uncomfortably for hours. When that does happen, I'm forced to turn my long legs one way than the other, eventually ending up in miserable back and hip pain for the duration of the trip. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually will start to get shooting pains down my hips, thighs, and lower back. He also talks about sizeism, how everything is too small from the sleeping carriages and trains to mm-hmm. bathroom sinks closer to his knees and his waist, down to clothing and shoe souvenirs that are too small. I agree. Um, I'm likely to come home from a trip with a magnet or food. I that, love magnets and coffee cups. Because flip-flops and yep. the shirts aren't going to fit. Don't ask me how many pounds of cheese I brought back from mm. Amsterdam. I barely had room for my towel. Right. Do you remember there was a guy who came up with an invention and I thought this was such genius. It was a little plastic wedge that you could just tuck down into the seat in front of you on an airplane and it made it so that the person in front of you could not recline. Oh, that's amazing. It didn't affect anything about the seat, but the FAA blocked him mm. because they were like, no, you're, you're changing the way the seat operates. That's not regulation. And I thought, you've got to be kidding me. Now I have to say that I have been on planes where the, the seats no longer recline. It was a very cheap flight. So cheap. There wasn't even like cloth on the seat. It was like a hard plastic seat with a little mm-hmm. cushion under the butt right but it made the seat lower which was fantastic for me the seat didn't recline at all which i didn't have a problem with but it was it was one of those bargain flights like where the service came around and you had to pay for everything and then you looked at what it was and it was like a pack of m&ms and a can of coke 
<laughs> I'm like, no, I don't need yeah, that. I haven't tried any of those. It was super, super cheap. But I, I don't know that it had very much leg room. It yeah, usually those are even tinier. But I thought it was interesting that it, it appears to me to be that the wave of the future is the non-reclining seat. The gentleman on, on that blog I was just talking about, he'll actually go up to like your little check-in area. Mm-hmm. He'll go up there and almost like you would if you were handicapped or, you know, special. Oh, yeah need need some sort of special accommodation say hey hey i'm tall i need um an exit row yeah and a couple of times he's just gotten it without having to pay extra but then that pisses off the people that did have to pay extra but i haven't tried that yet i've always just just paid you can well i think you, know, you should just pay just to have it but part of the sizeism is we're tall but i'm paying for the same amount of space sure as anyone else paying a preferred seat or, you know, trying to fit in a regular seat. So why should I have to pay more? You understand? I see what you're saying, but I yeah. think that would depend on the the airline to overall, you know, knock out a row and accommodate more comfortable seating for everyone. I don't well, think they're going to do that. You know my, how they are. Right. That's part of my heads up. I'll, I'll get to I that. I think they should. I really do because... I don't need the extra space, but I appreciate it. I get really antsy. I don't do well with sitting still for long periods of time. Right. You know, if I had enough room to just move around a little bit, I'd be a much better traveler. You certainly yeah. wouldn't get air and I agree with that, from Hawaii. that gentleman. Don't give them an inch or they'll take a mile. Yeah, exactly. You know, taking I get, because I'm little, I get people who I get the uh, taking the armrests no. and then I get the man spreaders who think it's okay to get their leg into my seat. You know, I'll like say that out. about the, the last little <laughs> Tom Cruise guy between us. He was doing a little spreading. Yeah. And then he fell asleep and was laying on me. I'm like, okay, okay, that's a... But still, with that said, it was more comfortable than having my husband's shoulder, you know, shoulder, shoulder right. to shoulder the whole time. Yeah. Do you have any more? Uh, you have your own uh, satisfactory? You know, I, I went on and about the only thing that I could find in regard to being a little person and traveling um, without getting full blown into like midgets traveling. Because I'm I'm little, but I'm not that little. Was I think the, the correct risk... term is little people. Okay, that's right. Well, whatever. <laughs> you're little yourself. I'm the tallest little person there is. <laughs> uh, the only thing I could really come up with was a lot of, you know, like deep vein thrombro- thrombrosis and, you know, wear your squeezy socks. And I have to agree with that 100%. There For is something short people? about, yeah, there is something about the pressure on the airplane that does not help people circulate as well. You know, help really short people circulate. Up. Yeah, it messes up everybody's circulation. Well, I knew that. So yeah, there's there was a lot of that, like deep vein thr- thrombosis. Deep saying vein that thrombosis. Right. Thrombosis. That's it. Yes. Yeah. It's that a was twister. that was about the only thing that I could find because our legs dangle. And they were like, "Yeah, you're at risk. Get up, walk around, wear squeezy socks because your feet aren't touching, and because the seats are cutting in to your to the back of your thigh, right. especially, which makes it hard for the blood to get back up out of your legs and sure. into your body." And that was it. I think tall people have the same problem. And then problem. just look out because we have terrible tempers and we may just start shouting for no goddamn reason yeah. or for a very good goddamn reason. Five foot furious mm-hmm. is correct. Yeah. That, that is a correct term for you. Um, so heads up. Heads up short people. If you paid for the early boarding option on a plane carrier where you are allowed to pick your own seat like Southwest Airlines early bird and you see tall people. Yeah, give them the damn exit yeah, row. You see tall people right behind you. That also bought early bird who you know are hoping to get the exit row for the extra leg room that they need. Do not take their exit row seat. Don't be a greedy asshole. Let the tall person have the seat. They need it more than you. I need it more than you. Also, if you are sitting in front of an unfortunate Glamazon or Manazon who wasn't able to procure an exit row or preferred seat, please, I beg you, do not put your fucking seat back. Mm. Please. Are you kidding me right now? I already can't put the tray down because my knees are too high. And now you've put the seat back and forced my hand with my ginger ale in it up into my breast. That's what you've done. So please stop. I will address you over the seat that that's not going to happen. And you're going to be sorry. Yep. And and if the person who is behind you is little like me, be forewarned. If you stick your foot into my area, I will stab you. (laughs) If you put your hair... Over the seat, I will yank the fuck out of it. Yeah, you will. With, and I'll have no qualms about it. And I'll yank it the entire time you're screaming for a stewardess. This is my space, and I paid a lot of money to be in it. And I get real mean about it when you try to take it from me. 
I would so agree. I yeah, agree no feet on my seats and no hair in my way. I had that happen on a flight. I pulled the shit out of that bitch's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it again in a heartbeat. That's gross. Keep your hair off of the seat. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to see. Put your it hair. in a ponytail. This is so gross. I usually so have gross. a bun because I don't want my hair all around. Yeah. I'm OCD. I oh don't my want god, it. it's soft surfaces. Yeah. Do you know the kind of shit that can stay in there? I call it travel Ew. hair. Ew. You know. Ew. No, no. This girl, she yeah. thought she was being cool and threw her hair over the seat. No. So I yanked the shit out of it and made her scream. Good. And then I was like, oh, I'm sorry. It got caught in my tray table. Lying. Mm-hmm. Lying through my teeth. That stewardess knew I was lying. That bitch knew I was lying. I knew I was lying. We all knew I was lying. And I'll pull your hair again if I get the chance. <laughs> So, hey, Boeing and Airbus, how about giving us more legroom? Yeah, it, I mean, really, how come on. How much greedier can you get? Is it really worth squishing all the seats closer together so you can fit another row or two's worth of plane tickets to sell? Yeah. That's just inhumane. You know that back row of seats that nobody can fucking sit in outside of children? Make just a get rid of it. area. Make a stretch yeah. area. No, no, no. Just, just take those take few it out. inches, add it to some of the rows. You yeah. Know? And stop charging additional fees for the exit row seats, taking away the only affordable option for semi-comfort that I have. Mm-hmm. Local flights should have the extra inches that international flights do. Damn it, I need those inches. And Everybody heads up, likes inches. Right? Everyone likes extra inches. That's what she said. <laughs> hey, hotels, raise the friggin' shower heads. Tall people are a thing, even in Europe and other parts of the world. We deserve to get our hair wet without contorting our bodies like a poltergeist in a Japanese horror film. Mm. Thank you. That's all I got. Yeah, really? That's it? We got angry this time. We did. But you can't but help. it's true. It's, it's just vacations are already stressful, you know? And it's not just that I'm spending a lot of money to be here, but it takes a lot of planning to go on vacation. Right. And things do constantly go awry. And so it's just like the straw that broke the camel's back in a lot of cases. The Glamazon's back. Yeah. From contorting her body Fuck in the this shower. Shit. Let's just get on trains. Just We're old. We'll get on trains. We'll go through rainy places, stick our heads out the window, and you'll finally be able to shampoo. It'll be great. I like the drunk train you talked yes, about. Yes, let's deal with up. the drunk train. So thanks for listening to our episode. If you have ideas for future episodes or any questions for us or comments, write to us at feedback at galpodcast.com or visit our website at galpodcast.com. I'll get better Oh, we want to hear point. from you. We do want yep. to hear from Anything. you. Anything. It'll be fun. So we'll uh, talk at you next time. We're going to continue this travel story. Mm-hmm. And it will be specific to a particular happiest place place on Earth. And we'll talk more about that next time. So for now, bye. Bye. I want to get on this.